Good morning, and welcome to this segment of They Call Me Grace. Thank you for tuning in with me today. I want to thank God for giving me another opportunity. I want to thank God for His Holy Spirit, His Holy Ghost. I want to thank God for the lives of the people that have gone forward and put their lives in danger. I want to thank God for my family, my friends, my church, state officials. The world that we live in today, family members, believers, we're passing through this place. I just want to thank God for allowing me the opportunity to just to call on his name, just to witness to people that I know or don't know, just to give him all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In these times, it's not about us. It's about God. It's about the lost people. It's about the ones who need to find Christ. So I just want to thank God this morning for waking me up in my right mind with a good attitude and with a clear conscience. I'm grateful for his grace and his mercies. And I pray this in Jesus Christ's name. So today's segment, I want to follow up from yesterday's segment regarding the George Floyd incident. And I know uh, you guys are probably tired of hearing about it. Tired of seeing all the different types of media, all the different types of videos, all the different types of opinions and comments and this and that or the other. But I do think, I truly thank you guys for tuning in with me today on this segment of They Call Me Grace. Because I, I just, I, some things that I've seen, some things that I have taken the time to try and analyze. I am no expert in anything. I'm just me. I'm no expert, but I do the best that I can. Today I want to talk about rage, anger, or maybe I should have said anger, rage, and de-escalation. You know, the Bible tells us, be ye angry and sin not. Those are not my words. It's biblical. Be ye angry and sin not. It's okay to be angry. But we must have, as uh, Bishop T.D. Jake says, and a whole bunch of other ministers says, my own pastor, Pastor Herbert Brooks Jr., he said it, we have to have the right mindset. We have to have the right balance. Don't you know you cannot even ride a skateboard if you don't have the right balance? Don't you know you can't even walk on your own two feet if we don't have the right balance? We have to have the right mental balance, uh, the right mental attitude. So I want to talk about anger, rage, and de-escalation. Okay, and this is regarding the George Floyd riots that have uh, erupted across the nation. Most of us have already viewed those videos of this atrocity that was committed against this man. Again, since that time frame, the situation has heightened and escalated from a peaceful position into a violent position. And that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. 
Let's talk, let's talk solving some problems. There are so many ways to, to study, learn, understand, apply, and execute our way to an essential and sometimes reasonable or unreasonable solution. There are ways to do that. The plan must be executed in the right fashion. I didn't see this happen. I don't see this taking place. I see rage amongst the people. It's their right to be angry. The Bible says, be ye angry and sin not. But we, we might be speaking to, a, to, to people that don't know Christ. Water and oil doesn't mix. But we need to get that message out to the people. You're headed down the wrong path in the wrong minor. Excuse me, let me reiterate that. You're headed down a right path, okay, to execute or to apply to get a result of a certain thing. But the execution of your plan has been mishandled. You took the wrong directive. You took the wrong position. It has to be corrected. It has to be corrected now. You know, once you make history... History has been made and you cannot unchange it. So let's talk about uh, how we can uh, actually uh, look at the types of anger and rage that's taking place today. But first, let me give you an example of a model. This is a simple model. And you know what? It may not be apples to apples and oranges to oranges, but I'm trying to lay this out in, in such a layman way that all who hear may get a complete understanding of what I am trying to convey to you. Let's say you're in school and you're in a math class. Your teacher instructs you to work the problem out the long way. You get infuriated. You might even have gotten outraged because you already have the solution to the problem. So what do you do? Do you defy the teacher? Do you get on board and accept and learn the other methods? Do you already know the other methods or do you just want to take the shortcut? You didn't want to take the, the long route. You want to take the shortcut. A lot of times when we take shortcuts, it leads us into the wrong Direction. Sometimes we have to work things out the long way, the hard way, because everything is not given to us easy. Okay, so that's my my simple model that I wanted to uh, share with you. So the question, three questions: What do you do? Do you do what the teacher asks you to do and work that problem out the long way? Do you defy that teacher? Do you get on board and accept? And learn the other methods. And maybe you already know the other methods. So why. What is the point of the teacher having me do, to do this? Notwithstanding. She understands the outrage you're having. But, but she being the teacher. She wants to ensure. That you understand the process. And realize there are other routes. There are other ways to get to, a real, to an expected end or solution to a problem. Same type of thing that's going on here. The method was applied the wrong way. Now, each of our state governments have people that we can contact, uh, get a seat at the table with, 
to find out how we can get a grip and pull back the reins on what has happened. History's been made. We cannot go back and undo. We, we cannot go back and undo. But for those tuning in, we're talking about rage, anger, and de-escalation. So I'll be right back as we discuss further the 10 types of rage and anger. This segment of They Call Me Grace. I'm so glad that you're tuning in with me today. Now, if you listen to the previous segment, we were talking about rage, anger, and de-escalation. And now what I would like to give to you or share with you, my listeners, I want to share with you 10 types of anger uh, in different stages that lead to different things. And am I... Uh, What I'm simply trying to do is to set a diagram or set a picture in your mind, if you will, to show you, those of you who have uh, watched those videos regarding uh, George Floyd uh, and his murder, and see if you can, once I share these with you, uh, figure out at what step or what stage Uh, in the initial impact or the initial occurrence of the situation, what stage was that incident already in, okay? So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just looking at some things. I don't know all things, but I know that uh, uh, some simple steps ended up in the murder of a young man that did not deserve it. And uh, the 10 things that I want to share with you, I'm going to kind of flip it around. I'm not going to start with number one because we're talking about de-escalation. So anytime a situation gets out of control and people are getting hurt and properties are being damaged and wrong methods have been applied, it's time for de-escalation. And as human beings and grown-ups, we all should understand that. It's time for de-escalation. And in this de-escalation process, we want to make sure that it's de-escalated in a way that no further injury or death occur. Because in times of trouble and unrest, there always will be some collateral damage. We are not wanting that. That's not what we want, collateral damage. Okay, the rules of engagement must apply. So let's talk about rage, okay? Number 10 says, rage is like a full-on. You guys know what a full-on is? A full-on, let's say a a basketball, uh, two basketball teams are playing a game, okay? And they're talking about a full press. That means that, you know, the game is getting tightened. You know, maybe there's a few seconds left on the the clock. And, you know what, we got to make sure that the right uh, player has the ball. We have the right strategy in place because now... The team is going to have to put on what they call a full press, full on. They're going to have to go all in to try and keep the other team from winning. But see, a full on is kind of like a incredible hawk type of situation where now, you know, I, I, I'm in rage. Ten is, I'm in rage. I become Superman. I become incredible hawk. I've reached a point of no return. History has been made then we have collateral damage. 
rage. And then I want to talk about number nine, fury. Okay, what is fury? The stage of fury is where you've gone a little too far. Okay, everything is beginning to come to life. Everything is beginning to manifest itself because of the actions that I've taken and not fury moves into rage. Okay? And then number eight, wrath. Wrath are threats. Okay? I want to take care of this myself. Yeah, you did this to me. Now I'm going to do this to you. And sometimes those words are fulfilled. And when they begin to become fulfilled, again, it it leads into uh, fury. And then let's take number seven, hostile. Now, as we think about the video that took place with uh, the officers and George Floyd, I think that um, it was a type of a hostile situation, but not on Mr. Floyd's part. It was really on the officer's officer's part, okay? this guy took his knee into the neck of this guy. He didn't want to get his hands dirty, so he used his knees. And I'm not trying to, I'm not laughing. He used his knees, okay? So, he was already in a, at a different stage. But we don't know why there wasn't a fight taking place. Usually when two people are fighting, you know, You can see the intercourse. You can see the interaction. Nothing like that ensued. So uh, that officer was hostile. He looked pretty calm, but he was hostile. He was brave in his hostility. And then we talk about number six, okay? We want to talk about a position of infuriation you're infuriated uncontrollable screaming okay sometimes people use that to uh, get themselves back into uh, control of themselves okay infuriation I remember doing that when I worked for Caterpillar and those employees under me used to get to my next nerve or something was going on with the system and things weren't working out and I would go in the middle of the fence and I would scream and I could hear my employees say, there's Shirley again, again, she's, she's furiated, but it released some pressure, okay? And we can see that Mr. Floyd may have been in this stage, number six, because he was calling for help, okay? He needed help. And then what happened was he ended up, I don't know if it's escalated for him or de-escalated for him because he eventually died. So what manner do you think it it went for him? Did he even have the opportunity to uh, have rage? No, I don't think so because he was losing his breath. He was losing his breath. So I think the officer forcibly de-escalated him for no apparent reason. And then we have number uh, number four, indignation. Okay, indignation is the first step to, to confront something. 
when the words may not work. And I believe this is where, this is where all the gathering, the protesters, I think this is, this is where they started after the officers uh, were not fired, okay? This was their first step to confront. And before we knew it, step four eluded all the way into rage. But what about step three? Step three, uh, this type of anger, annoyance. I think everybody was annoyed when they were watching the video. They were, they were angry. They were, they were annoyed. But they didn't know what was going to happen after that. So immediately when that guy lost his life after those eight, nine and a half minutes, they immediately went from annoyed to the very next step. They began to confront. Then they got frustrated. Then they got infuriated. And they went from six all the way to ten. You ever heard the statement, they're on ten now. The nation is on ten. The protesters are on ten now. We need to pull back the reins. And then we have number two, a mild irritation. I don't think number two or number one ever, and number one is bothered. Bothered and mild, one and two. I think they began at number three. They were annoyed because they could see what was happening to this young man. So those are those ten things. But right now, my listeners, the protesters are on ten. The reins need to be pulled back. You know what? I'll be right back. And the next segment, we'll see how we can de-escalate this thing. Thank you for tuning in with me. Stay tuned for the next segment. I love you guys.